Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the show where a real statistics professor and his friends give you sports betting tips. I'm your host, Professor Sides, and in this episode of Major League Baseball Picks, along the prices to make for good bets using predictive mathematical model I have built, known as Sideline, for games scheduled to be played on Friday, July 21st, 2023. If you're here, check out the webpage on the banner. It's www.pickswiththeprofessor.com slash new for some explanations and community rules. Remember, for your interested in projections of picks on every single game, sign up on Dub Club. That link's in the show description. Cost under $1 per day. You'll get money lines, run lines, first fives, totals, all the numbers needed for A-grade picks, and, of course, exclusive access to our Discord chat. Lots of fun over there. Check it out if you have not yet. Remember that sports are unpredictable, so the discussion on this show projects a typical game. It does not try to forecast it to a T. as that be a foolish and impossible goal? There are no right sides or wrong sides, whether there are prices or any sides should be played, whether using my model or someone else's. This sort of probabilistic thinking is key to growing your bankroll instead of draining it. There are ups and downs, but these sort of thinking, it will balance out in the long run. It's just hard to foresee before it happens. In other words, please understand that good and bad variants will occur. So while the long run profitability has been proven, winning every single day is an impossible reality for any gambler. Uh, Cousin Jared, um, you know, I say that every day and uh, yeah. this week has just not been good. I feel like big about transparency here has not gone well. Um, this week it's it's still you know the rest of the season was good but it's just you know yeah. you're gonna have bad weeks yeah. um and you know that and i say that and that doesn't really make it any easier stomach for me personally i don't know about you it still makes it tough um no i'm, I'm fine you're fine. I'm fine i'm fine with it uh and mostly is this, because... is this the, the, the building's burning down around you i'm fine or is this... no this this is this is really i'm fine because and you know for those uh, of y'all that have been with us for a while now i mean we've talked about this many times on the show but the past couple of baseball seasons prior to this one was so much more variable that was really up and down where after like a month of just couldn't lose and then couldn't win it was like man this is really tiresome like i would do anything just to go 500 um and so at least i had haven't like got that feeling of whiplash yet this year. So as bad as this week is gone, if we turn around next week, if we turn around in two weeks, that's fine. Um, If we're still doing this in like six weeks, come talk to me. Uh, Yeah, exactly. It's a great, it's it's a great point. In the last couple of seasons has been, there's been these stretches like that where it's been long, where we just could not lose and which was fun. And then stretches where I'm looking at, I'm like, what are we doing wrong? And it's like, it makes it a little harder to to really trust. I'm a big trust the process guy, but we get those long stretches. It makes it tougher. Uh, It's like, we're always talking about though. There's, you know, we're analyzing prices. And of course we took the raise last night at a little bit bigger of a price and thought there was a little bit of value on that pick. Uh, You know, turned out Kyle Gibson, you know, pitched really well against the race. That was a little surprising, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, and <clears throat> it's like, well, I'm always saying, whether using my model or someone else's, we're analyzing the prices there. We thought minus 175 was a decent look. Uh, you know, that turned out not to work. And if you used a different model, you might have said it was a great look. You might have said it was a bad look, right? It's it, it's that's what we're talking about here on those prices, trying to be sensitive to that. Um, you know, I feel like when we were talking about this before we came on the show, uh, Mondays have just been terrible this year, and it's partially explainable by smaller slates. Uh, and and Kissinger, you made the point. You know, if, if three things go wrong on on a short slate, you know, it kind of can ruin the whole day. If yeah. three things go wrong, you know, on a Friday, 
it may not be a blip in the road. You may not even have money on those games, that sort of thing. Uh, and that's kind of Thursdays have been really good to us. But yesterday definitely was a case of the Mondays where it was just that, you know, a couple teams just didn't show up and that like ruined the whole day and, and made a, you know, try to make a little bit back at night. But it, it didn't really matter with the teams that we had during the day that just decided to completely no show. Um, yeah. Cousin Jared, uh, any again? I, I want to talk about what went, you know, transparent. What went well yesterday? Uh, you know, we we did get the Astros last night. Um, you know, that was good. Uh, you know, I feel like we had some right reads on a couple of things. Talk about all the strikeouts in the Twins, Mariners, yeah, of course. Yeah, and right, we definitely sure. <laughs> definitely saw that. Uh, am I forgetting anything about yesterday uh, to mention? No, I mean to your point, it wasn't a good day. So after like the afternoon games yesterday, I was kind of like, eh, I'm kind of done, and I didn't pay too much attention last night. So we did, we did at least. I talked about in the Discord chat uh, the Cardinals that Mats has been underrated, that he's been better than people realize. Mm-hmm. That Strowman's been a little bit overrated. The Cardinals got an easy win, and of course, we gave yeah. out the over in that pick, which hit by like the fifth inning or sixth inning or something like that, yeah. uh, and, and could have gone even over sooner. There were tons of runners on early on uh, that didn't come through. So I mean, there was something that went well yesterday, at least for that Cardinals Cubs game. At least you know. Yeah. And again, the benefits of being on Discord, signing up at Dub Club and being a member, we nailed the the Brace Diamondbacks game. So we didn't talk about it on the show, but but we it, it, it on Discord. So yeah, funny how that kind of works out. We did, Cousin Jared, you teased that yesterday. You said you had a total you liked. You dropped it in the Discord right after the show aired that you liked the first five under in Atlanta, Arizona. Said it's a crazy weather spot, but these pitchers are good enough uh, that they can keep it together. They kind of did fall apart a little bit at the end, but they dominated early on. Fortunately, not till the 6th. Not till the 6th. You got the first five under with ease. And then I was like, and I gave out the over. Uh, And and somehow we got both of them with with relative ease, which was surprising. So, I mean, there were some good things yesterday again. And that's what we're always talking about. We're going to cover three games, going to deep dive into them a little bit more. Uh, But the benefit of, again, sign up on Dub Club. That link's in the show description. Get information on all of them. And we can have whatever discussions you want. Ask whatever questions you want on that Discord. And we'll we'll dive a little deeper. Uh, Cousin Jared, I feel like uh, this happened during football season. Uh, you're gonna if you don't watch out you're gonna get people clamoring pestering you for for daily totals again so, yeah yeah I, and and who knows I, I i might be amenable to that if, if we absolutely must so if, there you, if there you, you want that information pester me tag me bug, specifically i only get alerts on discord if you actually tag me so please tag me if, if you, you like that information there you go. All right. Well, before we get to today's slate, some quick reminders, please hit that like button if you're on YouTube. Also, if you aren't yet, please consider subscribing or following. It's free. And if you turn on notifications, you won't miss any of the MLB, college basketball, college football, coming this fall, NFL content that this channel provides. You can see how I'm scaling picks in the Google Sheet with the show descriptions. FYI, and I mentioned this to our dub clubbers, the totals have gone well, so I'm going to shift up the scaling just a tiny bit to make those a higher percentage of our bankrolls. So just a slight tweak with that I've been kind of thinking about uh, to try to, again, make sure, always thinking about how we can make sure that our scaling is good, but that's also a personal choice. And you kind of, you know, you always got to do what works for you. So, uh, you know, I'm kind of doing a slight tweak with that on my end. Uh, But with that, you know, with the advice I give, whether you're taking it literally or suggestions you want to talk about in the discord uh, with scaling with picks with all of it, take what you like. And leave the rest. Do have an afternoon game here, Cardinals and Cubs. Um, no, not a lot of lines yet on that one because of Wrigley. Um, potentially, we'll have a pick on that. Check Discord, check Dub Club, uh, sign up. Uh, again, link in the show description for that. Otherwise, we're going to get to the night games here. 
8.05 p.m. Eastern, Dodgers at the Rangers. Uh, Cousin Jared, I mentioned this to you last night. We were talking about totals. Uh, all the runs happened on whatever it was, Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, you know, yesterday, a bunch of unders. I think only two of the games went over. Looks like a cold front kind of coming through the country here. So something to keep an eye on if you're a totals better. Uh, there's not a lot of places in the country where it's hot, except for, of course, uh, the, the state that I have got a two-week reprieve from and where you're at in Texas. Uh, it'll be still be hotter than blazes in Texas. Uh, 100 degrees at first pitch on this one, so the roof will be closed. Uh, but uh, but in most places around the country where there's baseball happening, a little bit chillier for a Friday uh, in July than what you expected. Of course, uh, again, roof closed in Arlington. Tony Gonsolin versus Andrew Heaney. According to the model, the Rangers win this 55% of the time. B grade price would be minus 114. A grade price minus 106. This one kind of oscillated in that upper minus 100s, low minus 1-teens last night. We're going with the Rangers at minus 111. It's a B grade. Again, depending on the price you can get, uh, it's really bounced around in this ballpark um, You know, through last night, through this morning. Cousin Jared, uh, Andrew Heaney, the better pitcher in this matchup, despite the worst ERA, the underlying metrics much better, projects about a half a run better. Otherwise, these two teams are pretty similar offensively. I give the Rangers a little bit of an edge because the Dodgers are a little bit left-handed heavy. So facing a guy like Heaney uh, kind of dings the Dodgers a little bit. Rangers slight edge offensively. Dodgers probably a slight edge on the bullpen. Of course, that Dodgers bullpen has been so overworked. Uh, you know, been talking about that a lot this season. Cousin Jared, Rangers – Minus 111, tell us more. Yeah, so a lot of times I like to come on the show and give facts. Uh, and sometimes I just am just stubborn and like to stick with things. And if I had a nickel for every time last season, we talked about how overrated Tony Gonson was, mm. uh, I would have been a very wealthy man. But the thing was, is it never really worked for us. Uh, yeah. we, we kept fading him, kept fading him, kept fading him. And somehow we just kept winning games, kept winning games, kept winning games. Um, that's not the case this year. Uh, I mean, he's playing for the Dodgers. So like clearly he still gets an adequate number of wins because the Dodgers are going to put up a lot of runs. But as reflected by your, your rating sideline he's had a a much much worse season than what he had last year and so for me this is one of those things where i just feel like gonsolin still is over respected felt like he was over respected last year feel like he's over respected this year and so when i get the opportunity it's a, it's a combination of fading gonsolin plus being able to back the rangers which have been one of the best teams in in baseball yeah. this season and you know i just i just like it's just a good feeling when I get to back one of the, the best teams in baseball. So um, again, a lot of times I like to come on here and put on stats and facts and whatnot. And this is just like, I'm glad that our, our thoughts on Gonsolin finally be seeming, seeming to be manifesting themselves a little bit more than what they were last season. Yeah, absolutely. You're right. He, he kind of just kept, you know, pulling the rabbit out of the hat last year. Uh, this year, that's really come back to earth here. Uh, ERA approaching for uh, underlying metrics again, suggested should be near five. I mean, he, he's, yeah. you know, I think people still think he's decent thinking about last year, but I, I really am all over fading him, which takes us to an early uh, player prop of the day here. Tony Gonsolin, we're going to go under three and a half strikeouts. Uh, Cousin Jared, I think the reason I like this is it, it isn't even about really the fate of Gonsolin as much as it is the fact that right now you can get this plus 132 on FanDuel. Uh, yesterday's nice. prop, yeah, very, yeah, very nice, exactly. Yesterday's prop, and I mentioned this, I told it to the Discord early on. I said, hey, here's where the odds are really good. I like this one, get it now. And of course, you know, we got that dreaded closing line value on it yesterday, <laughs> uh, and it didn't hit. But you know, 
the theory is right in the long run that's supposed to work and closing line values its own rabbit hole and i don't want to get into that <laughs> discussion right now yeah. but but uh i think the same thing here this is uh a pretty good price here something that i think is pretty 50 50 you can see he's hit this 50 percent of the time on the season and so this is just more about the pure math of a 50 50 situation at plus 132 makes for a smart long-term play i don't think this is going to hang around plus 130s uh, all day long i could be wrong you never really know but my hunch is this is going to trend much more towards even money that's where it's at at a couple of other sports books and that makes a lot more sense uh for this you can see there he's had some really nice starts and he still does have he's not a bad pitcher uh rangers are pretty middle to pack with regards to strike up but this rangers offense is good gonson could get run early yeah it's very possible yeah. and or uh you know they can just put the ball in play as you've seen again gonson's had three or less half the time it's a pretty 50 50 situation if it hits the plus 132 is where the value's at in my opinion uh cousin jared is there any extra just you want to just fade gonson that adds to the value of this in your opinion yeah, well, and you you mentioned exactly what I was thinking. There is a non-zero chance that Gonsolin goes like three and two-thirds in, in this game. And so that would make this a really difficult uh, number to, to get to if, if the Rangers come out hot on offense. So um, that, that was my biggest thing is it's possible this is a very short outing for him. And, and you can see that here, of course, early on in the season, he had a couple of shorter outings. But yeah, three and two-thirds right here yeah. uh, earlier this month against the Royals. A lot of times where he's just making yeah. it five. If he's going, you know, four or five. That's going to make it a little bit tougher uh, for yep. him. And the probability that he only gets, you know, four or five against a team like the Rangers is a little bit higher. You never really know. Again, Gibson yesterday pitched really well against a really good yeah. Rays offense. Yeah. Uh, the, the caveat there, and, and this is the big discussion. I know someone's, many of you are thinking it. Uh, there may, you may comment about it. The, the answer to, you know, hot, cold offenses is not, there isn't one, right? You, you'd never really know when a team is struggling, if that's real, if it's random variability, that sort of thing, the Rays offense hasn't been as good of late. Uh, you know, how much of early on was a little bit of a fluke, how much of this is a fluke, who really knows, right? Maybe that played into it a little bit, allowed Gibson to go deeper and look better. This Rangers offense uh, has had no such issues. They continue uh, to roll. Uh, and unfortunately, cousin Jared, for you and I as Astros fans. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. We don't have to talk about that. We, we don't talk about that. I remember you can sign up at outlier.bet slash professor for a free seven-day trial to browse, analyze, and execute picks. They integrate seamlessly with your favorite domestic sports book, allowing you to shop for the best prices. Uh, you can see all the information. I think a little later in the day, they'll have uh, their exact edge as to what they think, uh, how much of your bankroll you should put on these props, you're playing the player props. I think it's eight. eight necessary tool in your toolkit the things that they do again check that out outlier.bet slash professor and if you aren't already playing daily fantasy thrive fantasy is a another partner of picture of the professor you can pick an entire lineup of players and enter in a contest or just choose between two and five props that you like and if they win you win new users that use the promo code sides or the sign up link in the show description get a 100 percent instant first deposit match up to 250 dollars who does not like free money cousin jared i feel like you like free money right it's usually the best kind. It's my favorite kind of money, if I'm being honest. Favorite kind of money, absolutely. All right, moving on. Got a couple late games here for you. 9.38 p.m. Eastern Pirates at the Angels. 
slightly warmer day one of the few warmer spots in the country here wind blowing out should be a little bit of a boost to the runs here and that's going to be an important fact as we talk about how to play this game later on so keep that in mind not like you know not Wrigley Field 90 degrees wind blowing out day but but a slight boost to the runs according to the model will boost the runs by about six percent Johan Oviedo and Shohei Otani a pair of O pitchers on the mound uh in the in the in the big a right uh fun with fouls. Oviedo looked a little bit better this last start out. Model thinks he's pretty average, but he's definitely a guy that has some potential. Otani, obviously, you know, the best human on the planet at the game of baseball, uh, and what he does is incredible. I, I still stand by, we've been saying it all year, early on in the season, fading Otani, you know, wasn't as profitable, but it wasn't because of Otani. It was because the, the team just kind of bailed him out at the end. Uh, b- but backing Otani just has not been a smart move. In my opinion, he's been really overpriced. He's a good pitcher. He's not, you know, a Cy Young pitcher. And I think that's the things that people are pricing him like he is 350 ERA underlying metrics say that's pretty spot on. Right. And, and it's not like last year where, he, you know, he had a long stretch where his ERA was in the mid twos and that was pretty real. You know, he's just not, he's done better as a hitter this year. And that's of course the yeah. weird thing about hitting and pitching both is that he's going to have years where he's just better at one than the other this year. Incredible with the bat last year was only was good with the bat was, but was more yeah. incredible pitching this year. It's kind of flipped good pitching, incredible with the bat. And so uh, I think people are still looking at last Last year, obviously, the, the bullpen for the Angels behind him is a concern. They've been winning a lot of high-scoring games when he pitches, but I don't think that's a formula that can continue. Because, uh, Jared, we're going to be on the Pirates here at plus 174. It's a B-grade pick. Uh, plus 175 or better is the requirement for a B-grade as of the morning update. So this was kind of a B-minus pick. Uh, right now, you can get plus 170. So anywhere in this mid-plus 170s gets you that B-grade. A-grade would be plus 190. You might look at this and say think about playing it safer on the run line the issue is with it being a slightly higher scoring game uh i don't think there's really value in the run line yeah. i i'm not going to play the over if i had to though i'd be looking at the over uh i'm not going to play it because if oviedo you know can kind of replicate what he did last start that over is kind of dead in the water but it, you know with the weather and that park being you know you know more hitter friendly than most of the al west parks at least if we have a few more runs than expected, that run line value just isn't quite there. So I'm not going to be touching the uh, plus one and a half model says that should be priced at minus 120. That's what it is at minus 120. So if you could get closer to even money in the minus one oh somethings, now we're talking about decent run line value, but I don't think the values there on the run line for right now. First five value would be there, but of course, uh, you know, first five full game, you kind of just got to pick something and go with it for the most part. Uh, and and I don't mind a full game here getting to fade the Angels bullpen. Uh, Cousin Jared, Pirates, big odds, uh, you know, always fun to take an underdog, right? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, earlier this season, I, I was kind of on, on I was on record saying that the Pirates were the second best team in baseball. Look, guys, they're not the second best team in baseball anymore uh much time has passed uh since then but again we we knew it was coming (laughs) yeah yeah of course of course we knew it was coming and i mean like i said yesterday i like to be consistent what have we been consistent about the past couple here years is generally it's a good idea to fade otani he is number one he is overpriced number two anytime that you can fade the angels bullpen which is like Mm. seemingly every single year the angels just have Mm. lots of problems with their bullpen you know death taxes and the angels bullpen being bad and so like like you said uh i i like taking the the money line here with the pirates just because um 
yeah, again, Otani being overpriced and keeping the, the Angels bullpen in the game as a factor in the game, uh, man, that's just like a big thing for me. That Angels bullpen, I mean, like the last I saw, like over the past month or so, they've been like one and a half worse than any other team in baseball, uh, baseball's bullpen. And, and so that's just like, that's that's notable. Like, and it's not a small sample size either. I mean, 30, you know, a month isn't huge, but it's also not small. And, and so, I mean, that's just pretty impressive that they could be that much worse than, than everybody else. Yeah, and I, and I tweeted about that as well, that the, the Angels' bullpen started off the season really well. But after about a month or so, I remember talking on one of the shows here, and I said, hey, y'all, the Angels' bullpen, like, I know that they've done well. It, it ain't going to keep up. Like, I yeah. still think they're very bad. I still project them to be, like, the second or third worst bullpen in baseball. Of course, the A's project to be the worst. And yeah. sure enough, the Angels' bullpen has, <clears throat> uh, as of the last month or so, uh, and I think even maybe more than that, maybe more like the last couple of months, really, has come back to earth terrible numbers on the season just like we expected despite that kind of fluky start uh they're almost two standard deviations worse than league average pirates on the other hand have a have pretty average bullpen uh, across baseball so uh yeah it's one of those things you just got to hold on for dear life you know put up a couple on otani oviedo limit the damage keep it close and then you got a shot to win it here late again run line might be a smarter play with the run line situation i i feel like i I'm preaching the choir here potentially, and I say it every day, but whether it's a plus one, plus one and a half money line, you know, you got to try to figure out a system that works for you or else you go crazy. Uh, Whatever rules that you have for that, uh, you know, or or you'll think about it way too much. And like I said, make yourself go mad. Who knows? Maybe the Pirates lose by one. Maybe the run line smart pick. Maybe they pull the upset. Uh, You you never really know. I think they should be able to hang in. And there's value here again, fading Otani, even though, again, it hasn't worked great this year. When you look at how it's played out, it's not like it hasn't worked great because Otani has been dominating us. It's been you know, other teams just, you know, giving it away late, uh, that sort of thing, or he's happened to pitch in the bullpen's done a little bit better for him, but nobody else, that sort of thing. It's yeah. been pretty fluky in my opinion. Uh, and I still think he's pretty overvalued. Which takes to the late game. I'm going to jump on the other direction of this, taking your big favorite here in the Astros at the A's. Fromber Valdez for the Astros versus J.P. Sears for the A's. A pair of lefties. Fromber leaving his previous start with a little bit of a knee tweak. Uh, better than an arm tweak, of course. And it sounds like it was just kind of, uh, you know, like you and I do, Cousin Jared, on a daily basis probably. You know, tweak your knee and then, you know, you notice it for the next day. And then all of a sudden you forget it ever happened. Uh, it sounds like it was one of those. He was at the end of his outing anyway. And so it was just kind of precautionary. Sounds like he's good to go. Uh, potentially Cy Young Award winner, you know, at this point would have to be one of the top contenders for that every bit as good as that 276 ERA. J.P. Sears, on the other hand, an ERA at four, but underlying metrics suggest it should be somewhere almost a run higher than that. This is a really big mismatch at starting pitchers. It's a mismatch everywhere. The closest it's not a mismatch is offensively. The Astros still hobbled with the bats. But again, facing a lefty is at least a little bit better. They're pretty right-handed heavy. Been talking about that a lot. So at oh, least but, they're But better. Kyle Tucker can hit lefties, though. So in Kyle Tucker, who can hit lefties. So this team does yeah. projects and does pretty well against lefties. The A's, of course, uh, not that far behind on the bats. Their, their bats are decent enough, but pitching wise, this is a pretty big mismatch. And I guess you got the same question, right? How do you want to play this? Again, I talked about this. I have my rules. I'm going to play the minus one. Maybe at 204, you know, maybe we should just take the full run line in, 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 anyway. I don't really know. Again, just trying to come up with a system that works where there's value. There's decent value in the Astros, whether it's money line or run line, however you want to play this. It was kind of a B-plus pick. Uh, last night we locked it in. I think after uh, last night just updating the metrics and the rosters and everything like that, I think now it may be shifting into the A-grade territory here. 
Again, at money line, the A grade price would be minus 252 or better. Current price I'm seeing is minus 250. That's a pretty steep price, but it's good value because, again, we're talking about there's value on dogs and favorites. Uh, based off long run probabilities here, I think this is a pretty uh, smart price. Uh, run line, similar situation. A grade to be minus 134. Current price minus 140. Uh, so again, a, a or B type play, you kind of split it, do one or the other. It's really personal preference. Uh, Astros really flirting with this one last night, needing a home run in the ninth inning to get the win by two. And that's, of course, the fear in a park like Oakland being so pitcher friendly on these night games, so much foul territory. Ball doesn't carry great there at night. And uh, you could end up in a lower scoring game. And, you know, model projects 7.6 runs for a reason there. It's a lower scoring game. It makes it harder to win by more than one. So, you know, whether you want to play the minus one, we've saved ourselves 50 cents on the odds. Uh, or if you want to go with the run line, the Astros is the way to look. You just got to figure out how aggressive you want to be. Uh, Cousin Jared, uh, I'm curious your take. I asked Jake this earlier. You're curious your take. You, you like the idea of splitting, taking the minus one? Or you just shouldn't say the money line's too much for you. You're taking the run line. How are you playing this? Uh, I, I would like potentially look at like a first five. Uh, play for this as well. Also, I want to say, like, Frogger tweaked his knee playing Major League Baseball. I tweaked my knee getting out of bed in the morning. So, I mean, that that is also, besides I, the fact I, it just I, goes away, that is also. I tweaked my knee. I don't even know what I did. I just noticed it last night. I was like, oh, my knee kind of hurts. And I'm like, I haven't yeah. like done anything all day. Like, well, how did I even do this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. that, that feels yeah. about right. Um, okay. So, the starting pitcher mismatch here, you know, I like to talk about this. Uh, it's almost three entire standard deviations. So, you gave me a quiz a yesterday. Uh, I don't think that I know the answer to this one off the top of my head, but like three standard deviations, is that like, I don't know, like, 80% like difference. It, it depends on where you are in the bell curve, right? Because yeah, if you're right. in the mid, if it's three standard deviations apart, one and a half from the mean in both directions, it's a little bit bulkier than mm -hmm. if it is shifted like that. So yeah, okay. It's, okay. yeah, it's it depends on where you're on the curve, but it's yeah, yeah but it's, it's, it's a lot. lot. Yeah. It, it is the point. It's, it's a lot. So that is one of the largest starting pitching mismatches that I can remember this season. Yeah. And that's mostly because Frommer is just so good at JB Sears being uh, about average. So uh, I'm all over the Astros here just because you don't get very many mismatches just like this. Uh, we kind of mentioned this last night when we were texting about it. I don't think they're going to throw Frommer out there if there's any chance of like a serious injury or he's not 100%. Um, they obviously can't risk losing him. And it's the A's. So like if there's anybody you're like, hey, throw with some Throw in somebody else, give him an extra day of rest if you need it. It's against the A's. Um, and Find so Octavia's hotel, Edwin Jones. Yeah, sure, yeah, Any, anybody like that. I'm sure they're still ready to go. Um, and so, um, you know, I think that he's healthy if he's out there today. And I just want to capitalize on a big mismatch like that. Like, not only Fromber being so good, but, like, the A's being, like, historically one of the worst teams that, that we've seen in quite a while. Um, I just – I want to be able – to, to fade them against the best team, uh, best pitcher in baseball. And that's just kind of the whole analysis for me. Yeah. And, and you know, the A's have been playing, you know, better, uh, yeah. better from better from what was so terrible. Right. And then yeah, yeah. the A's, I think are a fascinating discussion, right? We talked about it early in the season. You talked about all off season. Hey, we're gonna have to back the A's here. And we start off the season and I was like, no, we're not going to back the A's. This, they're terrible. And the books don't realize it. Sure enough. Uh, yeah. We faded them a ton and made a ton of money fading them. Uh, because yeah. the books just didn't realize how bad they were. And then uh, it, it, the A's started playing a little bit better, and the books kind of overreacted a little bit. We started backing the A's a little bit as they started playing a little bit better. Uh, again, better relatively speaking, right? And then people make a big deal about 
if you bet the A's every game the last month, how much money you make? Yeah, they've been playing a little bit better, but the baseline was so low yeah, from where it was. It was. There's, it was there's, it was they're still not a good team. And for the most part, when they've played better, it's been against weaker pitchers because their offense isn't terrible, right? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you saw it last night against a guy like J.P. France. They only were able to put up one run. And, yeah. you know, from Revelez being a better pitcher, it, it, you know, the A's, again, not – as bad as that early stretch where they were like three and 30 or whatever it was, that was yeah. historically bad. Uh, but it's just, again, you know, going up a guy like Frommer is just a different story. The model hasn't really liked backing the Astros as of late. Their bullpen rating seems to get worse by the day from one of the best bullpens in baseball. Now it's less than a full standard deviation, better than average. Uh, they've been a little bit overworked too, like the Dodgers. The offense now, again, the overall offensive rating for the Astros with the current lineup well below average, not against the lefties, but again, overall below average. The model's been very comfortable fading the Astros at times. And lo and behold, we come to this A series. Backed them last night, got the win. Going to back them again tonight. Uh, again, we've been on a roller coaster with the A's here. I, I feel like between fading, backing, fading, it's mostly worked but uh you know everyone's had a hard time wrapping their brain around just where this team is we always talk about with college football these outlier teams at the very tail mm-hmm. ends of the distribution can sometimes be the toughest for the sports books i feel like the a's have been that uh because you already mentioned the first five uh fyi if you're playing the run line astros first five model says they win the first five not pushes removed win not uh, actually by one or more 60 percent of the time and that the price for the run line should be minus 150 minus 140 gets you to a b minus 130 gets you to an a so that's what you're looking for if you're playing that first five run line markets and cousin Jared since you mentioned that I figured I would give that to the people and again remember on dub club we give all that information in a daily cheat sheet all the prices you need for all that with the run lines reverse run lines first five all sorts of goodies you get that every day over at dub club so if that's something you hear you know, all the weather information too I mean I feel like I forgot yeah. to mention this we're talking yeah. about the weather a lot people like the weather all that weather info is in there as well not just the uh, both the percent that the weather is going to affect the game and on top of that just the actual kind of report where the wind is blowing chances of rain temperature that sort of stuff uh all of that's in the cheat sheet so so much great information there over on dub club because jared any parting words before we sign off for the weekend so so yesterday i hadn't looked it up specifically and i told you it was about 35 days until the start of college football i apologize it was 37 um uh, so I, I was off by false hope. two days yeah so today as of today it was actually yeah 36 days until the start of college football season it can't get here soon enough there's a, there's a narrative here, right? Yesterday was 35 days, 36. We're going the wrong direction is what it kind of feels Sweet. like is what I'm hearing from you. Well, that, that should make Miss Professor happy then based on the conversation <laughs> we had yesterday. She doesn't watch the show though, unfortunately. So she's, she's uh, missing out uh, on this one. That, that uh, yeah, it does. All right. Well, thanks for tuning into this episode of Picks with the Professor. Don't forget to subscribe so you can ensure all the sports betting content provided on this channel is dropped right into your feed. We'll be back on Monday morning with more baseball betting content. But until then, as always, best of luck. And remember, you can eat your betting money, but please don't bet your eating money.